I know you wanted to ask me about something earlier. Oh yeah, about uh how you're doing in pickup. Oh. How that how that Yo, go? pickup is fun, man. Um I go to pickup Friday mornings at nine in Pleasanton and then I do pick up uh Monday through Thursday as much as I can in like Milpitas, Sunnyvale area. It's kinda like in between those two. The Friday ones in the morning? Yeah. Oh, it's like at seven in the oh, morning. Mom, isn't Pleasanton kind of far? Uh, from here, it's only 10 miles, but oh, it's like, it, you kind of have to like go around the mountain. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. So it takes like 20 minutes. Um, but that one is fun. And then the ones during the week, it's at, it's at 12. So noon. And that one is fun as well. And I just, tiki taka, you know my thing. Just pass the ball around. That's your thing? <laughs> tiki taka, as you're just chill like that is your thing? Yeah. People get mad because I'm, I like try to be all over the field because I want to run. It's like I don't get any exercise even though I coach all the time. But like I never like run or do anything. So whenever I do pick up I try to like cover, you know, get some distance, get some cover some ground. Yeah. You still got those midfielder legs? Uh it I'm getting better, like my lungs are getting better. But I try to do I try to run. That's lit, man. We yeah, just man, uh, it's fun. So the past two weeks we played um very good teams with balls deep in 11s. Uh-huh. The league's getting pretty competitive. We had the first week, we had a certain locals team's B team uh-huh. players come through. Oh, shit. Uh, and with a couple of well-known names that are supposedly next up to get kind of signed. And they had a striker that was fucking raw. Oh, and yeah. he freaking, on like right, off, right at the bat, off the bat at the beginning, he just turned me on one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, there's no way I'm gonna catch you. You're like fucking 19, 20 years old. Yeah, hella young. Um, and then this past, so we lost against that team. How much? Uh, that one was like four two, four one, something like that. But it was like two one until the last like ten. Like you, like you know how this shit goes. Yeah. And this last week we played another team who's been there multiple seasons, and we have a little rivalry going. And they had some dude that I found out at the end was like. It's like playing semi-pro. Dude was wearing like dry fit instead of like a jersey. So he was just Jeez. like, he was raw. And he did the same on oh. one. I like, he came in as a sub. I was already kind of gassed a bit. And he, uh, yeah, he knew how to perfectly turn. And both times I kind of underestimated because like the first time getting that player and just perfect turn and they're gone. Yeah. Three steps ahead of you, right? Yeah. But I mean, what I'm proud of is that after that, I can't, we kind of shut him down both cases you learned we, after yeah that. we won the second game we ended up winning 2-1 at the very end it was dramatic game it was killer and that one was the 11s game yeah that's for 11s or 11s on monday overall. yeah on monday jeez it was a lot of fun should we tell them the big news then oh yeah let's get into it big big news you guys before we even get to the intro yeah big news we got a little something coming for you guys dropping with the show notes with our social media posts but we have officially opened up a goal-sided discord um super excited cesar's all up in there running this shit oh yeah um but yeah we wanted to do this for uh for the community we want to create a really dope soccer community um for people to just come in have a safe space to be able to talk it up chop it up all about soccer from different leagues whatever teams you go for have some banter have some competitiveness in there um and at the same time, create a, a space for us to be able to be connected to those that love the podcast, right? So that we can we can have those discussions with people and keep everyone close. Uh, so super excited for that. We already got a couple people in there, uh, some beta testers. Uh, so they're having some fun in there. Uh, and we're hoping that by tomorrow we can, we can start sharing it out a little bit more publicly to everyone on the pod so that we can uh, really get that Discord pumping and jumping. Yeah, so feel free to, once it drops, join us. Uh, introduce yourself in the intros tell us what team you like who do you support what you're excited to who do you think is going to win the world cup all that good stuff and yeah we hope that this is gets big gets bigger than us and it's mainly for you guys yeah just so you guys can chop it up in there yeah yeah we hope you guys love it we hope you guys run with it make a huge a big soccer community hopefully or or a tight-knit soccer community with very good quality people right uh so yeah hopefully Hopefully you guys love that. Give us some feedback on anything we could do to make it better. But yeah, we'll we'll watch it grow together. 
Yes, sir. And make sure to, you know, spread the word out too if you can. You can yes, get sir. people in there. Yeah, send that invite out. But yeah, let's get it going. Let's do it. Salud, Cheers. Let's go. Welcome back. Welcome back to Goal Sighted episode 11. Well into the double digits now. Gundam Isasad, how are you living? I'm chilling. Big chilling. man. Your America right just here. lost. You can't be that happy. Yeah, I get that. But, you know, it's only 2-1. They'll come back. Yeah. So we're recording this Wednesday night. That America game just ended maybe about 25 minutes ago. We'll probably go into it a little bit. But 2-1. Losing to Toluca. At Toluca, which is not that bad. Yeah. It was almost 3-0. Almost. And then... VAR came in clutch. The way the, the cookie crumbles, instead of it being 3-0, VR takes someone away, and then it ended up being 2-1. So it's, it's about to be a tight one. Um, but yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about today. Liga Mekis, the cuartos de final are over. That America game that was today was the start of the semifinales. Um some transfers already happening, some rumors, uh, a lot of drama coming out of Chivas with uh, Fernando Hierro being that new GM there and who's going to choose as coach and all these things. North of the border, the MLS first round is done. Uh, I think a couple of surprises there, a couple of PK shootouts. Uh, Gonzalo Higuain's unfortunate last game as a professional, apparently. We'll see if that's true, but if it is, it's kind of sad. Um, we got Champions League that happened last week. We got Prem over the weekend. We got La Liga over the weekend. So let's, yeah, let's get to it and see what we got. We'll start with Liga Mekis. Yeah. So over the weekend, your America smacked Puebla, poor Puebla, 11 to 2 overall, 5 to 1. I, to be honest with you, I like turned the game off because it was like sad. It was a massacre, yeah. It was very sad. Even your boy Jurgen Nam fucking scored. Bro, that was like the highlight of the game. Well, he scored and then it was offsides, right? Yeah, and then he did the whole suit, like, celebration. It's going to be in our post. Yeah. I'm adding the picture. That, that picture is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that sh- it needs to go, like, in a soccer, like, museum somewhere. Yeah. It's Jurgen Dam finishing the suit. Yeah. And the ref is right behind him with the offsides flag <laughs> up. And he has his shirt that off. It was hilarious, Gets man. a yellow card. Yeah, it was good though. Good banter. It reminds me of uh, that guy. Uh, what's his name? Speed. Uh, for those oh, from, of you that uh, from the KSI, the the YouTube games. Yeah, yeah, from the Sidemen uh, charity match. Yeah, where he celebrated the same way and ended up being offside. You uh, did you see that stat that he was like he was more time like offsides than he was onside in the game? No, nah, I didn't see that stat, <laughs> but I I could see it. Yeah, nice. I don't really know. Th- like the YouTubers that much other than like the ones that have made mainstream like KSI for fighting. Yeah. Getting in those fights and stuff. But I saw him slide tackle KSI. Yeah. I, he did it, I think he did like twice. I was like, yeah, get him. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, you, you know, they put those, their stats on foot mob. Well, foot mob w- was covering it. Yeah. Like I, that was play. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how much those guys have uh, influence. Yeah. Have yeah. Grown. I've I'm, been watching them for years. The sidemen. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. They're um, just, what are they, like, just British YouTubers? Yeah, they're just British YouTubers. They went big uh, after doing a GTA Five. Just, like, did, just like, like, Rays. There's, yeah. like, there's seven of them, and they just, like, banter, and just, it's funny. And they've grown. They have, like, they're doing, you know how the whole Mr. Beast thing? Yeah. They have the same thing over there where they, like, have restaurants, and they sell food. They got a whole bunch of stuff, man. I don't really know what Mr. Beast really is, but uh, okay. I, I'll, I need to do some research. I just know he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's, he's like breaking insane. records on giving like, out islands and shit. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that. That guy's too powerful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's wild that they were doing that. But yeah, Jurgen Dam is a meme. Did you see that him and Miguel Ayun were like arguing over the penalty that PK? No, that was the last goal, right? Well, not arguing, but Miguel Ayun's been having beef with the America fans lately. Apparently, they're getting back to that whole Nora or Todos Culpa culpa de la Ayun vibe. Yeah. Uh, There was a penalty at the very end. Miguel Ayun ended up kicking it, but not an argument, but they were talking it out. And then Miguel Ayun, like, 
grabs Jurgendam by the face like, homie, I got this. And he shot it instead. Uh, and Which I, I think is good because Jurgendam would have scored and then he would have done it again yeah. and that would have been the red. Yeah. So, I, shout out to I Miguel Ayun. Yeah, Miguel Ayun, I feel like is is a legend in America now. Bro, like... Yeah, he did, he did do pretty well in that last championship run, right? Yeah, and then um, when, you know, the whole Moises um goal when he headed it yeah yeah that around that time Miguel Ayun was killing it yeah he was raw even with the selection he was pretty raw yeah, yeah. he shot every uh balón parado he was in after some worldies yeah after that he went to Porto and all that stuff so yeah I feel like he's kind of like that meme legend fucking yeah. guy yeah I'm pretty sure he came out of Veracruz yeah he did right it's kind of weird yeah. <laughs> well I, I don't know if he came out of there I think he's born he was born there Oh, okay. No, but he did come out of a, like a random squad. And I know that for sure. He's from Cordoba, Mexico. Yeah, that is in the Veracruz area. Yeah. Oh, he did come out of Veracruz. 58 caps. Let's go. He went to Atlanta after that. America, Watford, Porto, Sevilla, Vira. Vira. Yeah, that was crazy. He was at Veracruz. Mm-hmm. was like going under for not paying their players and all these things and then went to Italy to an Atlanta that was not at the level that they are now. He only had two appearances for them though. Correct. Damn. And then he came back to America, tore it up, and then he started a fucking crazy European tour, Granada, Watford, Porto. Yeah, what a life. Fucking Miguel Ayun. Uh, if anybody had a roller coaster career, it's Miguel Ayun. I'll say that. Um, Monterrey smacking Cruz Azul 3-0 I told you Yeah that was kind of sad I, I mean going up to that game I don't think anybody was guessing They were going to 3-0 I mean yeah I get it But like El Potro messed up the whole lineup Oh he did? Yeah dude He put like four new players in What the You don't do that Right? No, Especially no. not in the playoffs After your first game But he put me He put Tabo back in Michael Estrada Angel Romero So like the front three basically new and then I think he put in, um, like, Luis Abraham or one more player that wasn't there before. Was he, like, forced to, like, make these changes? No, I don't know why. I, don't, I have no idea why he did that. I think my dad was saying that he thinks that it was because he probably, like, figured he would they would have a stalemate. Like, they'd stay 0-0. Mm-hmm. And then he could put in Carneiro, the, uh, the really good striker. He could put in. So he went for it. Yeah. Y no le salió. Yeah. He could put in Rotondi, who Rotondi did really well. And they came in as subs and helped. They did a lot better, but the ball wouldn't go in. Oh. They kept hitting posts. Oh, it was really interesting. Tough. It was kind of Yeah, sad. because it was 1-0 for like 80 minutes. Because Herman Bertrame scored at the 20th. Yeah. And then the 2-0 was at the 85th minute. Yeah, and that 2-0 two, two low-key sucked. It was a, like a free kick uh-huh. under the wall. Somebody scraped it. It went straight to a Monterrey player, and then they did the FIFA lateral pass for a tap-in. Oh. It was bad. And then Jesus Gallardo scored hella random. Yeah. <laughs> he He's doing better. He's in a good moment right now. Oh, is he? But, like, yeah, that's random. Yeah. And he, like, took his jersey off, and I was like, damn, this fool. This fool. This fool's, who are you? Jurgen Nam? <laughs> <laughs> Toluca Santos. The Luca won two to one. The aggregate six to four. Fucking Tol- fucking Santos, man. They Tol- just yeah. You had Santos make it to the final, right? Yeah. He, Against I, your America, and they yeah. said America winning. So that's off. I had Santos versus Pachuca. Santos is off, out now. So Pachuca made it through. So the top four. The only one we got wrong was Santos. Yeah. Right. And then uh, because I said I remember saying. Pachuca, Santos, Mont- America, and I'm pretty sure I said Monterrey. Yeah, and then you said America, Pachuca wouldn't. Uh, America, Santos, America would be Pachuca, Santos would be Monterrey. And but Toluca be- being sixth place and taking out Santos is what messed years up. And it's some breeze, man. And a mess final. Yeah, they got that beautiful play. They played very well. But yeah, they were up 2 0, and then they got uh, Santos scored like a very, very, very last minute goal. Yeah. In La Comarca Lagunera. Yeah, I remember Santos coming out like full force. They had un atrás abierto. Yeah. So they just got clapped. Can't be doing that. 
especially if you can't put it away. Um, yeah, Diego Volpi was the player of the match for that. That's, so you could tell that that's he was saving them. The famoso grito was happening at the game. I heard. Oh, that's tough. It always happens when teams are doing bad, right? Like they yeah. get frustrated. But get but it's shit. still unfortunate, you know. Get that shit out of here. Uh, the last game, Pachuca Tigres, a two-one in that game. The aggregate was two-two. But Pachuca passed because of their standing in the table. And guess who scored? La Chofis. La Chofis. Dude, I've been seeing so many kind of meme posts, kind of shit posts. Uh-huh. Like, do we take him to the Selección? Is he, no, the, is he the solution for the creativity? Um, people were like, <laughs> I saw some jokes about like Chivas. Uh, people were being like, oh, Chivas needs great players. There's this great young kid coming out of Pachuca oh, that's been yeah. scoring every game. He's just a little overweight. <laughs> <laughs> they should give maybe they should give him a shot. Um, yeah, Chofis is scoring in bunches, um, but that's what Pachuca does to you, man. Pachuca is a great squad, especially under Guillermo Almada. Like, Radafel would make me a pro. I bet. Like, throw anybody in there. Yeah, it was close though. I'd, I'd give Tigres that, but. But La Chofis with the game winner. La Chofis is just different, man. Yeah. And, I mean, the interesting thing is Mexico's probably banking for Pachuca and America to, like, do really well those playoffs to get a lot of those bunch of good players for the Selección ready. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like Pachuca has Luis Chavez, who's supposedly confirmed. Eric Sanchez, who's apparently going to go. And Kevin Alvarez. The more that they play the playoffs and the more that they learn from Armada, it's probably just going to make it easier for Tata. Yeah, and then in Monterrey, Monterrey also has Cesar Montes, has Gallardo, Luis Moreno, Romo. Luis Romo. Damn, four. One is Mori. Five, jeez. Everyone. There's more players and there. And Eric Aguirre, kind Six. of, but I don't think he's... Is he at the sparring squad? Is no, no, no. part of it? The sparring squad is just young dudes. Oh, just young That was not that young. I mean, you're America... Who, Nestor Araujo, Ochoa, Henry Martin, Henry Martin, maybe Sendejas for US or Mexico. There's rumors out right now that Sendejas is going to go to to the US camp. To the US camp. Hopefully not. You know, he's a good player. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him going either place because the way that the coaches have been, they don't just pull people just to pull people. And they would. I don't see them doing it right before the World Cup, at the last, last one, if they haven't already called him. Well, first of all, I don't think he's gonna get. He's gonna go to the, either of their World Cups. But what I'm thinking is maybe he goes as like part get, of like the squad to get cap tied. No, yeah, it's not no, even official like, stuff. No, no yeah. like um, like you know the sparring squad for Mexico. He should be in there. First of all, he should be in there. But if U.S. has something similar and he goes over there, now it's he may be more influenced yeah. on that side. So next year, he may get cap tied. Yeah. The the thing about the Mexico one is that they're not taking like a B or C squad to that. They're taking like a U23, like a U21. How old is he? He's in the house is like 26. Oh, really? Yeah, he's... And actually, no, no, I think he's tr- he's the exact same age as Christian Pulisic because they played in the uh, in the squads together. Yeah, I think he is 24, yeah. Yeah, he's 24. Never mind. I mean, he's he's young. He's a young I mean, cat he's still. He's not that young anymore. Not that young, but young. But that still. was young. But yeah, that's it for the games that happened over the weekend. Now we got I Toluca mean, versus... Um, one question about Tigres. Do you think... That Miguel Herrera should be fired because of the performance. Because of them not making it to the past that yeah. quarterfinal. I don't know if it should be because of that performance, but it, I, I think there's definitely some grounds with the combination of how he reacted. Did you hear that he was calling them old? Calling who old? There was an interview like right after they lost where he said that he kind of blame it on the fact that the team is not young. Let's put it that way. Oh. He's saying that like he's got a lot of the people that he's working with are, are veterans. They're not the most young. That's but dog, you're not putting out youth squad players. 
TBS is famous for not putting out youth players. Why, why would you say those remarks? Yeah, you're, you're throwing the team under the bus. Yeah, like why? Just but he, say, hey, like we got outplayed. Um, next year we want to, you know, refuerzos or whatever. Don't say mean, that bullshit. Imagine man. if he didn't have the veterans that he has with Guido King, Pizarro, uh-huh. Guignac. Um, El Paton Nahuel Guzman yeah. has saved them. They're the Fucking. old they're the oldest dudes on the team and they're the, the goats on the team. They're respected people of that institution. That fool always has some like controversy to say. Yeah, you just can't you just and can't I, be chill. But at the same time, like I feel like he had good enough players, experienced enough players to have kept that goal or that because they were ahead one zero, right? Yeah. Like they should have been experienced enough to keep it one zero. For me, it looks more as a tactical mistake on his end than anything to blame the the players. The players, yeah, makes sense. You got to keep that lead, right? Um, yeah. The players give it up, but I mean, as a coach, you got to do what you can to keep that thing. But um, I think I, I read somewhere that he's guaranteed six months. Oh, like, like another they're season? They're not going to fire him right now. Well, not another season because they want to see his, uh, his work with the team in the offseason and what they can do. Because um, the next three months are World Cup, World Cup prep plus World Cup plus vacation, and then the start of the season. When's um, the start of the next season? I wonder. Yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be like three weeks after the World Cup. They're yeah, going to give much break. Yeah, I I thought maybe like a month at at the yeah. most. But yeah, this weekend, I mean, today and tomorrow, Toluca America today. We already talked about it a good amount. I don't want to throw salt in your wounds. Luca two, America one today. Tomorrow, what's up? I think this fucking scoreline is great for America. For fucking the game. Oh, for yeah, for entertainment. Yeah, for entertainment purposes, and right, like I know a lot of Americanistas were, oh, like we're gonna win it for sure. But I was more on the side of um, El Tano Ortiz, how he was like, hey, like yeah, just chill about it. We only beat. Pasamos a semifinal, like no hemos ganado nada. We haven't yeah. won anything. And I tweeted it out yesterday. I was like, if America doesn't win the championship, then everything else is a fail. Es un fracaso. Es un fracaso. True. So it's the same thing here. Like this scoreline really is going to prove whether or not America is prepared to be in the final yeah. and possibly win it. Now they're at home. And a tie, <laughs> a tie puts them in, right? Because they're. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to win by a tie. God damn. Yeah, but imagine it was about to be 3-0, and now all you need is one goal in your home, and you're in, yeah. instead of three. That's crazy yeah, how that turned. Mistakes, man. The the goals were fucking mistakes. Ochoa's fucking oh, yeah. mistake in the first goal. There's a there's a snippet that Martinoli, you know that fool from TV Azteca? Uh-huh. Um, he, he's been, I've been seeing a lot of reels about him, yeah. and he has really good points. He should just become like a fucking personality on Instagram Reels. Like he has good points. And which uh, one did you see? Because I saw one too. The one about Ochoa. Yeah, that's that the one Ochoa. I saw. That like he lacks a lot of fundamentals because he was probably so like put on this pedestal for just the reaction saves that he has yeah. that he never flexed the muscles to learn how to how to uh, achicar, how to come out and face a defend uh, forward, how mm-hmm. to play one v one. How to come out over the top, yeah. punch punch the ball, and that he comes out scared. Yep. Which makes sense, because if you look at him compared to Carlos Acevedo, Carlos Acevedo has no fear. And that dude, even in the Mexico games, launches head face first at the ball. Oh, yeah. And, like, Ochoa won't even go up. A lot of the goals are, like, headers that probably could have been keeper balls yeah. to punch out. Yeah, I think in that interview, he was he was recalling a conversation with the first coach of a goalkeeper coach yeah. of Ochoa when he became, he debuted on the first team and they would, the conversation was like, yeah, he's great under the three, los tres postes, but he can't do anything else. And you can see it, but because America is such a, like a big name, once he was there and the people saw that, you know, he would make these amazing saves. That's One, it. he thought he was the greatest. And two, the people wanted to see him. So if you take that away from from them, like, you know, you want to 
like I feel like as a club, you want to give them what, what they want. Yeah. And they want it Ochoa. And it's huge marketing. Yeah. Like a freaking right. 18, 19 year old kid. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy curls. Yep. Right. Making like, some sick ass save. I remember seeing a. It's marketable. Um, uh, La Chita Ludueña making a free kick and he top 90. He saved it. I mean, just last week he did it against Puebla. Yep. Like, yep. shit was crazy. But yeah, it's kind of a. Uh, given a take right like you get that but like you do miss out on some other things and he's getting a little bit more exposed for it now that he's a little bit older i feel like he's been getting exposed yeah <laughs> today he got exposed on a ball in the air yeah went to punch it didn't look where the ball was didn't realize he missed the damn ball didn't hit a, as a keeper you're supposed to hit the ball or take something out right like yeah. make sure that person that if you miss the ball the person's not going to be there to score it get anything on that goddamn ball man yeah Just and he got anything. nothing I think he even, he might have even, like, hit it with his arm and, like, trapped it for the forward, and then the forward got by the defender it's and tapped like, it in. bro, you've, again, you've been in the game for, like, so many years. How have you not learned yeah. how to fucking go out for a cross? I saw that Martinoli post because this influencer post reposted it saying it took, because I guess he said that yesterday, Martinoli mm-hmm. in an interview, and the guy was like, it took, Ochoa 24 hours to prove yeah. this guy right. It's, it's insane. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, that's the Toluca America game. Um, tomorrow is Pachuca Monterrey. Do you think America will bring it back? Honestly. Here we go, live on. I think, I think they will. Yeah. I think they will. I think the only chance that Toluca has, they have to play their game, and they stopped in that whole second half. They are possession, and they're very, they're as close as we got to Stigitaka in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they did it the whole first half, and they looked dope. The moment that America scored the goal, America was running circles around them. Like I remember the outside backs would get the ball, and it looked like their legs were like trembling. And <laughs> Lara would come in and take the ball away, counterattack. Yeah, if they can. Toluca can set their feet in an Azteca and be like, this is our game. We're not going to, I know we're up 2-1, but we're going to go for a 3-1. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only chance that they have. Because outside of that, you're praying that Diego Volpi is going to stop the amount of shots that America is going to throw at you. And those are not good odds. No. Even though Diego Volpi Not against Henry Martin either. Even though Diego Volpi is an amazing keeper, it's a lot different doing it against... This America then versus Santos. Like, yeah. yeah, and Henry Martin, sixth assist today, led America in scoring and led them in assists this season. He's a beast. Well deserved to go to that World Cup. Yeah, starting too. Who do you got? Uh, Pachuca Monterrey. So you're still sticking with Pachuca? I still think Pachuca. Um, so yeah. now you're thinking America Pachuca final. Yeah. And then once, if that happens, I don't know about that final game because, because pachuca is their kryptonite lately. yeah so that's, Th- that's why i chose i chose but my reasoning was that i chose pachuca because last year the only thing that stopped them was that crazy run that atlas has been on yeah right and i figured they were just gonna do it again and if nothing's in their way or even if something's in the way they're just gonna freaking plow through it and kill everyone right but if america make it past toluca america is also a big team to get past. Yeah. So that's going to be a great match as well. It's going to be, I'm excited for any of these. If Monterrey yeah. makes it through, that's going to be an exciting final. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is Monterrey can sometimes get frustrating when they can't score. Cause they'll have like Funes Mori and like, you're just like, God damn dude, fucking put one away. And I feel like it's a big reflection of Lucetich. Monterrey, yeah. how they get so frustrating. Lucetich is a big defensive coach. Yeah. So, like, whenever they go forward, like, they just hope to make one and fucking hold off. So, it gets really frustrating when they can't score. They can't open up the scoring. Which sucks because with that lineup, you can't. Yeah. To be honest, you're, like, you're like teaching people to be helpless when they have all the skills in the world. But, hey, they say uh, def- defense wins you championships. You got to have it. Right? Well. Unless you're America. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's the quart- that's the semis now, the Liga Mekis. A couple of big news out of Liga Mekis. Israel Reyes from Puebla 
one of the the best young defenders in Liga MX, apparently is locked and loaded to sign with America. 22 years old out of Puebla. He's he's raw, but nobody out of Puebla goes to Europe, so I'm assuming that's what the move is to America cuz I think he had the quality to go to Europe already. But it sounds like he's yeah, going to try to use America as a stepping stone. And it's not bad going to America. America has exported quite a few players in the past few years. Especially, I mean, if he's going to be in a system that's going to make them as good as they can develop Lara, Sendejas, Henry Martin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. I and Layun was developed there. Ochoa was developed there. A whole bunch of these names. I know, but like, like everyone would say, like, if you went to Tigres or Monterrey for the money, people would be like, dude, you're going to rot. Yeah. Right. But I think America is probably one of the systems right now in Mexico. Maybe Cruz Azul because they did a really good job with Antuna. That like they can receive that player and it's not the end of their career. <laughs> Talk about Jurado. Tell that to Jurado. Oh uh, yeah, but Jurado <laughs> got blackballed because of the the seven zero against yeah. America, that, which is really sad. He needs to get out of there. Yeah, um, he needs to go to like fucking a mid table team or something. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he gets, I mean, Chivas can take him. He, apparently Chivas want Acevedo. Oh, really? That, that, I mean, that's been the rumor for the past year. Um, Fuck, man. I um, wish Acevedo left, but his height don't help him. There were rumors that Bayer Leverkusen wanted him last at the end of the last season. but 26 years old. He's at 6'0". Six, six oh. That's not bad. I mean, that's kind of bad. I was talking How? to the Stanford coaches, and they're like, we want a minimum 6'2". Yeah. 6'4". But I mean, how tall is Joe Hart? How tall is Joe Hart? Joe Hart. A lot of people want to point out Carlos. Uh, no, Joe Hart is six five, man. Joe Hart, the he's at Celtic or no yeah, Rangers? Yeah, yeah, Celtic. Yeah. He's six five. The British motherfucker. Yeah, he's fucking thick. Yeah, I, he just looks shorter because he's like so thick. I did not know he was six five. I thought he was short. No, that is stagging. They're staying six foot, I think. He's six two. Six two, yeah, that's yeah. so fucking big. That's the thing, yeah. Oh, Acevedo has the same thing. He's wonderful under the three posts, and he's very aggressive to make up for the lack of height. Yeah, but a European team would probably rather put out some of their nineteen six foot five guys than, yeah. than pay for a a Mexican dude that's going to be valued at like seven to ten yeah. million dollars. Yeah, that's oh, just man. that's just the. Tragedy of Liga Mekis. Damn. How tall are you? I'm five ten. You're not five. Are you? I'm five ten. I'm six foot. Well, then you're two inches taller than me, man. I swear you're taller than me. When we walk no. Around. Oh damn. I'm five ten. I just got hops, man. That's why we're going. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Big news out of Chivas. You want to tear me up about this? There's the the DC football picante people. Every talk show that I've been seeing about. Soccer is like, Chivas is such a big club mm-hmm. that even though we have semifinals going on, the first thing on everyone's agenda is talking about the drama happening at Chivas. Okay. And that's how you know that even though they're a struggling organization right now, they are grandes. No. They are huge. Bro, relax, man. Which... I don't agree with, I think it's kind of hyperbolizing everything. I think it's kind of an exaggeration, but I do think it does shed some light that it's an important organization mm-hmm. that people have their eyes set on it. And it's important because of they, because they only take Mexicans. Yeah. Because of that simple, or not simple, but that because of that, that's why they get all these, this fucking exposure. Yeah, because if, if they were like Querétaro or fucking Mazatlan or that take yeah. anybody, they're the f- they're. I think Chivas is. I think it can be closely related, uh, or like uh, almost like seen as a a synonym or a symbolism for Mexico. Yeah, Mexico soccer. Yep. No matter what, I think I think because I think a lot of people, if you don't go for Chivas or América, I think Chivas is your second favorite team. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of baggage that comes behind it. And I think America is always the team that, the old MMAs team, right? The team that if you don't like them, you hate them. 
Yeah. I think the Chivas is like one of those, like if you don't root for them, you like them. Or if you don't, lately maybe not because of the drama behind Maori and all these things, I think you can start really hating them. But growing up, they were always like the superheroes. Yeah. And it sucks because we grew up watching that rivalry. And now to see the where Chivas is at, it's unfortunate. I know I've said it before, but yeah, it just sucks. So the big news out of Chivas, Fernando Hierro, as I mentioned, is the new general manager. What do you think of him? Doesn't know Mexican soccer. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing that I've been seeing. And that's the but big he's thing not, he will be critiqued about. El no es director técnico, es director deportivo. The director deportivo, general manager. General manager, yeah. Like the, of sporting operations or whatever, right? He's Ricardo, Ricardo Pelaez, but who is now fired. Yeah. Um, apparently, yeah, they've said goodbye to Ricardo Cadena mm-hmm. because as a general manager, you bring your coach. Um, and, and he's Spaniard, by the way, folks. That's he's Spaniard. We, he was a Galactico. He was with Real Madrid for the majority of his career. As a player. As a player. He coached them. He was assistant coach under Ricardo Ancelotti's first reign with Real Madrid uh, when uh, Zinedine Zidane started his head coach career at Real Madrid Castilla. And uh, he, yeah, he he coached the Spain national team. He got added on very last minute at the Russia World Cup, the last World Cup. Yep. He got added on like the week before. And uh, I think he took a lot of the blame that they made it, that they got kicked out by Russia, like in the round of 16. Um, even though he got on, added on super last minute. I, I would love to say this is an amazing move, but I don't think you can say that when your team is not as successful as you would expect them to be. If Chivas was at a very good level and then their sporting director retired and then they bring in an ex-Real Madrid legend, Spanish legend, is going to take us to new heights. I would say, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. But that's the thing. I I was thinking about it and Chivas is in a very peculiar spot that one everybody wants results now. But their they biggest right. Yeah. And and the institution demands it, right? Mm-hmm. But the the thing that we forget is how powerful or how big how much influence that they could only take Mexicans mm-hmm. is like he, I feel like Amari has been pumping a lot of money into the team, getting all these big names, but they haven't worked out. Yeah. So what do they got to turn to now? I've said it before. Las Forzas Basicas. And that's what young squad. That's what he's saying coming in, but that's going to take time. Yeah. So I, it can't, it's this balance. It can take time to get you better results, but it, I don't think it needs to take time to start getting it into effect because they have five to six to seven very good players that are in Tapati or the youth squad mm-hmm. that people are like, why aren't they at the at the first team now? But they, they have it, one of the top goal scorers in the youth, in the youth system, Luis Puente. There people are like, bring him up. They have Perez Boquet, that right. stud. They're like... Bring him up. Right, but Cadena, wasn't Cadena using a lot of the youth squad? No. So Cadena started, and he was he got a lot of results out of Perez Buquet, um, out of uh, El uh, Chiquete, that left back, that everyone was saying he's just as good as, or right back, that was just as good as Lara, people like comparing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he sent Perez Buquet back to Tapatio. He didn't register him at all for this season. For this season? Yeah, he wasn't what? there. He brought him up for maybe one or two games. Uh-huh. Because of like technicalities that you can bring them up, but he wasn't on the roster. Oh, so now people, apparently Fernando Hierro is very, very uh, like focused on bringing up these youth kids, mm-hmm. and which Chivas has a lot of. They have a huge academy. They um, do, and they scout everywhere. Yeah, but what his, what his, uh, the big thing about him coming in, he's been saying is a, a big rumor of or a big question mark about who's going to be that coach. Mm-hmm. He said it's somebody that's gonna, that knows a lot about Mexican soccer, that knows a lot about youth squads, mm-hmm. that has been around Europe and knows what it takes to be a huge squad 
and that that combination of things will be a successful coach. The only, from what I saw, a lot of people are saying the only name that rings a bell is Hugo Sanchez. Yeah. And that's he did, it. He did it at Pumas. People were saying, uh, what's his name? Paco Jemez. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he was on Javier Aguirre's coaching staff or something. Um, but he did not do well in a couple squads in Spain. And I think he, I think he coached at Cruz Azul or something. Like, I think so. He's not successful. I um, think he was at Cruz Azul. I saw today that people were bringing in Pedro Caixinha. He was at Cruz Azul from 2016 to 2017. Oh, yeah. He's in the second division coaching Ibiza right now. That's so, not bad. It's not bad for his career. Pedro Caixinha, they wanted it. Uh, so Chivas. Here, here are the, so from what I saw today, candidato numero uno, Alberto Celades. Albert Celades, C-E-L-A-D-E-S. Spanish. Never heard of this fool's name in my life. Never. The other two names that apparently ring are Pedro Caixinha y Jose Bordalas. No idea who that guy is. Spanish también. Yeah, Spanish guy. But Caixinha, Portuguese. Portuguese. Did well at Santos. He went to Celtic or Rangers. He went to some team out there. Yeah. Did not do too hot. Came back to Santos. Did not do too hot. But well, did really well at bringing out youth players. Well, the first one, Albert, Alberto Cela, Albert Celades, was at Spain's U16, U21, U17. Was an assistant f- uh, at Spaniard national team, assistant at Real Madrid, and he coached at Valencia from 2019 to 2020. Which I mean, it's cool, and I always love like the the young dude vibe. Yeah, right. Don't bring me a fucking. Fucking guy, the old age of Vicente del Bosque, like I yeah. think I think passed away, RIP. <laughs> um, but don't. <laughs> I would rather it's like almost the NFL. The NFL has this hype right now that they bring very young, young, young college coaches because they have this aggressive mindset, right? Like they're gonna freaking attack and attack and attack, right? It's gonna yeah. be fun to watch and like. I'll take I'll take a young coach, I th- um, but I would have loved if the freaking guy was. Either Mexican or that new Mexican soccer, and that's the biggest critique on this guy already. Even this, the why, why aren't that they I follow. taking Jimmy Lozano? Probably asking too much. I don't freaking know. I don't really? know. Really, Lozano? I I think Amaudi is like. Do you watch Club de Cuervos? Yeah, Amaudi is Chava. Uh huh. Like that's his name there, right? Because yeah. I know him from multiple shows. Yeah, he is Chava. He wants to create El Real Madrid de Latino America. Like that fool, I think he that fool is just too extra. And the I think he's not he's hearing not pragmatic. He's not hearing from people that like what we what we want is somebody that gives us solutions and knows the game and knows this and that. And he's just like, I'm gonna bring that fool from freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. the best name I've ever heard of. Bro, you're chowing and, up, man. And he's going to bring <laughs> his best homie, right? <laughs> like, like I think he's just like, nah, people don't know what we need. And what we need is the biggest name I can think of. Yeah. And that's what he did. He brought in the biggest name, Fernando Hierro. And Fernando Hierro is going to bring somebody in. Jeez. And I... I mean, if they fail, it's going to be a huge blotch in on their resume. Yeah. Which I think is going to be tough to happen. Santiago Solari started amazing with America when they first started. He had a kind of similar run to um, Tan Ortiz now. But it shit ended. You need players. Results. You need a team. You need yeah. to deliver the results. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, We, we'll we can have a whole episode on fucking Chiba. <laughs> Let's move on. MLS first round came and gone. Round of sixteen. LA Galaxy beat Nashville. Our boy Julian Araujo scored a header to send them through. I thought that was pretty dope. This pink ass hair. This pink ass hair. I think he had it here at the Clasico when they came through here. He he was on. Uh. One of the one of the halves he was on our side, obviously, because he switched sides. 
And he was like right <laughs> by me. <laughs> and he was like right by me. And I was like, hey, way. Yeah. Um, Nashville kind of disappointing with uh, Honey Mukdad and that firepower they got. They did yeah. nothing. I mean, it was 1 0, but still kind of disappointing out of Nashville. Yeah. Your Cincinnati got through. Hey, those are my boys right now. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati 2 1. Say Mexican? Brandon Vasquez, Brandon mi Vasquez. primo. Dude, that dude's fucking big, physical. That He scored the 2 1. Uh huh. And he beat Aaron Long, the U.S. men's national team starter right now, on a sprint back oh, on a really? breakaway. They like breakaway down the left, and homeboy was in the middle. And he's only 24. Broke off on a run from the middle. Uh-huh. Brandon uh, Aaron Long was like, wait up, wait up, hold up, brother. Trying no. to pull him back and stuff. Beat him to the ball, tap in, boom. This was 6'2", he's 24. Burhalter. Bruh. Tata. All that fool. No, Manches. He needs to be on a national team. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he he's gonna keep steamrolling this playoffs. I mean, now they now they're playing Philadelphia, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll that, see. That but my I still got my money on them. Yeah, you did say since he's winning. So this game is gonna. I think it might be very good at deciding who's gonna win that between yeah. you because it's our two teams. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like it's a good indication of, of who's going to win the cup also. Yeah. Because Philadelphia is a big name. Yeah, they're stacked. They had the best keeper. Uh, they had the their keeper, Andre Blake, from the Jamaican team, just mm-hmm. got keeper of the season. That was solid. He's been solid yeah. for a while. And they're, they're, uh, they just got best defender or defensive player of the year, um, one of their outside backs, I think. Lessness. Uh, going back to the West... Austin, Real Salt Lake. Did you see that? There was, uh, Real Salt Lake was winning 2-0. And then uh, Austin came back with two goals from that Sebastian Druzzi fella. Oh, the guy we were talking about? The- yeah, he got second, the goleador. And he scored two goals. And they went to PKs. And, yeah, Real Salt Lake choked. And they Austin, couldn't score their penalties, man. Oh, man. Dallas beat Minnesota, uh, Minnesota United in PKs, too. Who scored? Uh, uh Emmanuel Reynoso scored one for Minnesota. I did draw, but did not. It did not happen. They, I think, uh, they scored two Panenkas. I think in that PK shootout. Oh shit! The winner was a Panenka too. I was like, ballsy, damn, these fools are freaking ballsy. So that's for the West. Now it's gonna be El Tráfico, LA Ooh. Galaxy versus LAFC. Who you got there? I think LAFC is gonna smack them. Yeah. But who knows? All these star power in LA Galaxy helping. Chicharito. Pooch. Andale. Austin plays Dallas in that Texas Clasico, too. Jeez. That's interesting, too. Interstate Clasicos. Oh, for real? People were hella mad because apparently Austin sent out a memo to the public that you can't take any instruments in. The away fans cannot take any instruments in. For no drums, Austin? no trumpets. Austin saying Dallas away fans, you can't bring your shin. Pinches party poopers. I know. Y el desmadre. El desmadre. I know, right? That one should be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be good. Montreal beat Orlando 2 0. That Montreal team, they got no bells and whistles, but they're solid. (laughs) Right. They just, just, who comes up when you think of Montreal? Jordi Mihailovic. I told you about him last time. Uh, yeah, he scored too. Mihalovic scored. Oh, he scored a pen at the end. I mean, that's cool though. Yeah, 2 0 over Orlando, who's got some star power. New York City FC beat Miami 3 0. I thought it was going to be kind of close. And it was not. Nope. And that was Gonzalo Iguain's last game. In what? In, <laughs> in a baseball stadium at yeah. Yankee Stadium. I mean, it's a Yankee Stadium, but it's, it's still a baseball stadium. That's pretty cool that it's at Yankee Stadium, but it's not cool that it was a baseball stadium. Yeah. You know what's more embarrassing? His last game was against a team who, on their arm, has a sponsorship of Dude Wipes. <laughs> well, Imagine okay. you went from being a Galactico playing in the Champions League and then he... Playing ret- in the World Cup. Final, and then he retires by 
playing against the dude wipes in a baseball field. Just American soccer. That's what it is. Eh? <laughs> uh, one, um, I have a, I have a dream. Hopefully, that one day we can one of our main merch items is a legit soccer jersey, like an official goal sided jersey. And I would be down to have one to two, one to two sponsors on it. And it's not going to be a fucking embarrassing brand like Dude Wipes. Nah. Hold us There's to that. no way. If, it, and if you guys get it in the order and then it's, I don't know, freaking Nature Valley bars or some shit, call us out. That shit's or, whack. Yeah. Uh-uh. Don't, don't let us do that. So, yeah. Uh, Montreal versus New York City FC doesn't matter because we think the winner of the whole thing will be in the other East yeah. competition. So it doesn't even matter. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, man. It's going to be... I think this is going to get hot. The West seems more interesting to me, to be honest with you. It's more tight, huh? Yeah. I mean, LA Galaxy, LAFC... I feel like the stories behind them are bigger in the West. It's yeah. LAFC versus LA Galaxy. The big names... And then two Texas teams. And then you got a freaking, on the East, you got Montreal, the Canadian team versus New York. They're the reigning champs, but it doesn't really feel like it. <laughs> uh, and then you got uh, Philadelphia. I think they might win it all, but it, against Cincy, I feel like that. I don't know. I feel like the West just got a lot better storytelling to everything going on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But... We'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll see. So the, there's two games tomorrow, and then we have to wait until Sunday for the other two? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, tomorrow is both. It's like the Mexico games. Today's America, and then they play Saturday. And then tomorrow is Pachuca Monterrey. They play Sunday. I guess. It's the exact same. It's igual. Which is biased, I guess. <laughs> By, why you want? Oh, because you want them to do the one game play. Yeah. That was just in that first round. Yeah, I, I I thought it was like tomorrow, and then the next day it's like another game, and then we'll have them again Saturday. Got him. The way it's not baseball. <laughs> Do you watch the Premier League this weekend? I watched a couple games. I saw the Liverpool game. Liverpool versus um, Man City. City they ended up winning 1-0. It was tight, man. Brother. Yeah, Mo Salah scored a goal. Mo Salah's a beast. Not today, right? Um, did they play? Oh, today? yeah, they won today against West Ham, yeah. actually. So, yes, today. But. Contra los Hammers. Contra, contra los Hammers. West Ham's been doing better lately. I have Bowen on my team from West Ham, and that full. I was so pumped because he, he, he got fouled for a pen. Mm-hmm. I was like, lit, points. And then he was going <laughs> to shoot it, and I was like, lit, more points. Uh-huh. And he missed it. Puta madre. And then I ended up getting negative points because <laughs> I was like, puta madre. Um, but yeah, City, uh, Liverpool being City that helps my arsenal. They got a four-point lead because of that. I was sitting pretty. Arsenal beat Leeds this weekend. A nice hard-fought 1-0. It was not bad. And there was like a, I don't know if you saw that game, but there was a really tight VAR play at the end. Mm-mm, I didn't um, see it. Patrick Bamford, your homie. That's the homie. He tried to fake a PK. He he ran at the keep was about to catch an easy ball. Ran at the defender who was Gabriel from Arsenal. Uh-huh. Uh, bumped bodies with him. So you can't do that to a defender in the box. It looked like it would have been a foul. But then what happened? Gabriel fell to the ground. Looked like he went studs up on the ground. You know how defenders try to help save them, like defend themselves and fucking cleat the player. Uh-huh. And he like lifted his legs up, and Bamford made it look like he got cleated, and he was like, "Ah, damn!" Went to VAR. The ref marked the PK, gave Gabriel a red. Went oh. to VAR, um, took it back, marked the foul on Bamford for pushing him mm-hmm. down, but gave Gabriel a yellow for hitting him, but not for cleating. Yeah, and yeah, that saved Arsenal those two points. The Arsenal are just getting lucky right now. They also had a, they also had a penalty before, mm-hmm. and Bamford missed it. No, mom is Bamford double whammy. Yeah, he's yeah. not my boy anymore because of that. That was not your boy at all. Yeah, red card changed to yellow in the ninety second. 
And, yeah, Bamford missed one in the 64th. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Arsenal are doing well, but I'll, I don't know if they'll be champs. They looked a little bit more tired in this game. It was a 1-0 tight loss, tight win. Uh, they were... They had times where they looked just as good as they have all season. Very, very tight soccer. Very mm-hmm. good movement. You woke up at 6 in the morning, but I mean, I look okay. Yeah, dog. Serio. Yeah, on the weekends, I've been waking up lately. Almost every weekend nice. at 6. Even if I'm hungover, I just turn it on. And like one eye open, just like one, one eye <laughs> resting. And then one eye kind of watching. And then I like go to sleep for like 20 minutes. And then I wake up and I'm like, hey, wait, goal. And then I like go back to sleep. And I'm like, hey, wait. You watch it in your living room or at the room? Yeah, in my in my living room. Oh, I was like, your girl's not mad. You watching fucking soccer? Six no, sometimes because we don't have a TV in the in the our room. Oh, okay. So sometimes we do crash on the couch in the living room. Yeah, and then I just like put it on like one really low one volume, <laughs> or like I'll connect my Bluetooth uh, headphones oh, and like because yeah, yeah. we have a Roku TV. Uh huh. If you connect your phone as a remote. You can like do the audio straight to your headphones. Oh, that's sick! So I'm just like listening to it and like Chilling. falling asleep. Oh yeah. Uh, but then something happens and I like I like jerk, yeah. I like move my leg and she's like, "Wait, yeah, calmate." Yeah. <laughs> I think Tottenham's been kind of steamrolling up until today. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Today, Tottenham lost to Manchester United two to zero. Fred and Fernandez scored. Bruno Fernandes. I thought that was kind of interesting. United's been freaking pulling through against tough teams, except for City. And Newcastle. They tied against Newcastle. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Chelsea went right back to putting Pulisic on the bench two day, two games in a row. What I was going to show you. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So today, Chelsea tied 0-0 against Brentford. I needed Ivan Tony to score. He did not. Thank you for that. You fucked up my damn fantasy. <laughs> Lost today. Pulisic went in at the very end and got he got a couple of minutes in. What did he get? No, he got th- 29 minutes. He had a shot, one of those knuckleballs from outside the box, mm-hmm. but it went straight at the keeper, like kind of by the keeper. Yeah. Uh, but it was moving, so the keeper kind of did more of a punch, right? right? And then one of those like U.S. men's national team I think it's USMNT takes or something, uh, reposted the the thing and was like, uh, the caption was like, see, this dude's raw and like, look at this shot. And the first reply was his reply to the video. And he's like, dog, I'm getting roasted. What the hell? (laughs) And then you look at the rest of the replies and people were like, that's just a normal shot. That wasn't good. And people were like, Oh yeah, that that's an amazing shot. If there was no keeper there, yeah. <laughs> and the people are like, if only the keeper wasn't where he's actually supposed to be at. <laughs> like yeah. people were roasting him so much that when I sent it to you, they took it down. He took it down. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, man. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea people love bagging on Pulisic, man. Yeah, like it's, because he's American. It is because he's American. Jesse Marsh came out last weekend. No, this past weekend, and said that uh, he made a statement saying that uh, he is he is criticized more harshly than British um, coaches when his team does bad because he is American. Yeah, and I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, Ted yeah. Lasso. It's kind of <laughs> tough. Yeah, but it is what it is. You know, like get my supply said. Can't do much. Uh, yeah, they decided to call but it soccer. The, that's why. <laughs> yeah but like i mean we need i we need to get more like american people of color coaching elsewhere man because I'm, I'm i'm not gonna lie a lot of these white fucking coaches are just fucking dorky like him and <laughs> burhalter they're just dorks yeah behind the back pass marsh that fool like bends uh, over when he watches pks like he like is like really he's just like hands on knees bent over and, and that's how he looked at he watched Bamford's and he missed it and he just like hung his head down and I'm like dog you're not cool like no get us some just be cool man get like, us some coaches of color that are cool get them out just relax <laughs> yeah I did I don't know it's just interesting to see some of the mechanics of some of these do you know why uh, the coaches. Man City Arsenal game got postponed 
Yeah, because Arsenal has to make up their uh, their Europa League game tomorrow against oh. PSV, against Eric Gutierrez. Oh, shit. Um, I think it was the one when RIP to the Queen when she, oh. when she passed. I think it's that game. Oh, okay. So they had to make it up. We could close it out. Did you see the Clásico? I didn't see the Clásico. I saw the sto- scoreline. It's Saturday for me, or Sunday. It was Sunday, right? It was on Sunday, this past yeah. Sunday. I was out with the kids coaching them, so I couldn't watch it. With the kiddos. Yeah, Real Madrid 3-1. to one. It was pretty close. I mean, it was 2-0, and then Ferran Torres scored at the 83rd after Barcelona kept pushing, pushing, pushing. And that was 2-1 at the 83rd. So seven minutes for Barcelona with Lewandowski. Looked like a good scoreline. And then in the 91st, Rodrigo put him away with the penalty when he got, he got tripped up by Eric Garcia. That was just bad. Eric Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How it it didn't look like a clear pen to me. It looked like kind of one of those dragging your leg to get a foul. But, I mean, yeah, Eric Garcia is not. Yeah, yeah. Either way, if that penalty wasn't called, there would have still been 2-1. Like, no mom is. Yeah, but especially the at the 91st, 91st already, yeah. it's already kind of over. But, uh, yeah, Benzema, El Ballon de Or winner. Yeah, that was the GOAT right now, man. He is the GOAT. Bringing two girls to the Ballon d'Or ceremony and everything. Oh, he brought his baby mama and his current, current girlfriend. girlfriend. That fool's wild. Loki. And then that fool has hell allegations against him. That shit's yeah. wild. And then he had that whole Matthew Valbuena thing. The uh, blackmailing that fool with the sex tape or whatever. Oh, shit. Um, before, the, before the world, like two World Cups ago. And then they all got kicked off of the team. Ribery got kicked oh, off of the team. Oh, right, I think. off of the France team. Yeah. Oh, shit. Before the 2010 World Cup, because then they had Mexico, and Mexico caught them slipping with out all those players, and then Mexico beat them 2-1. to one. Yeah. Uh, and Guignac played that one game. He did. Um, El Bombro Guignac. Yeah, so, I mean. But, yeah. I saw but, a lot of heated posts of people being like, this fool is not a class act. Yeah, maybe he he's giving he was dressed as two like he had the same fit that Tupac had at like a VMAs back in the day or something oh, was shit. the vibe. But yeah, I mean, from a soccer perspective, I think well deserved. Yeah, definitely. They won the champions. He took them there. He was scoring like crazy. He's doing good for France. Yeah. Um, deserved for sure. Yeah, Federico Valverde scored the the two zero. And that guy's a freaking monster right now. He's a beast. He is going to tear it up at the World Cup with Uruguay. I'm excited to see him. Excited for the World Cup. Um, yeah, super excited. What else? What else? What else? I'm surprised Vinicius didn't score. But yeah, Ferran Torres out of nowhere. That fool hasn't been playing that much, but he scored. Lewandowski didn't score. He got a he got an assist. That's good for Mexico. Um, Lewandowski. Yeah, but. I don't know. Barcelona. I, I, I kind of expected it to go that way. Barcelona is struggling. I don't think they're going to beat Bayern tomorrow. They got to win tomorrow or else. They're out. Win too. or tie and they're out. Oh, lose or tie and they're out of champions. The best they, I think they're ba- they would basically be secured in for that third spot, which takes you to Europa. Mm-hmm. A qualification for Europa. Um, and Watch, watch them lose and the other teams. The... Uh, that Pleasant team, the team that's getting wrecked by everybody, beats Inter, <laughs> and then they make it. And then they make. And it. then they beat Barcelona head to head. Yeah, and then Barcelona gets kicked out. No Europa, no. No nothing. No nothing. And they go bankrupt. Yeah, and, and then, then they lose all their money. So and then they won't have Ovio on their shirt. That's how they're making money, though. That's why they have it. It's fucking tragic. Yeah, that's a Drake curse. Yeah, you heard about that, right? Yeah. What pissed me off is that he was going viral on like a gambling video and he was wearing an 0506 Arsenal jersey. Yep. And that jersey's sick, but. Yeah. And I was like, don't do that. It's kind of no, tragic. I'm Drake telling curse. you, Barcelona's in fucking shambles. It's in fucking shambles. They went from having UNICEF in like 2006 on their shirt to now Spotify. Spotify. You said that was their first sponsor, huh? That was their first sponsor ever. I never realized that. And that's low-key kind of classy to have never had a sponsor. That's low-key class. Right. Their jerseys were clean. And then even when they got the UNICEF one 
like they did it for a good cause they didn't just want any oh, yeah. sponsor yeah right so they got unicef and then after that it's just been to the point now where it's ovio on the shirt like who OVO else has crew. who else has fucking a singer on their fucking jerseys i don't know if it was a troll but drake got it because of through spotify right. and because he reached the milestone right yeah so because I, of Spotify. I don't know if it was a trolling thing, but people were saying that based off of streams and all, like if you kind of have the same metrics, a upcoming artist that might reach a similar metric and be put on a jersey is Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. And, and Shakira's got the, the divorce going on with Pique and everything. I don't know if it was a troll thing. I have no clue. I kind of believed it because she has amazing numbers on Spotify on streaming and she's right? been on like in the game for a while yeah like since the early 2000s maybe. i couldn't help but laugh i was just like this has got to be a joke yeah. um but people were joking saying uh, that they should put los angeles azules on there <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny that's all i got in this world of sports you got anything else no that's it for me as well killer all right folks we got one more thing to show you guys with Jump in that Discord. Help us build this amazing soccer community um, so that we can all provide value to each other. Subscribe to us on our podcast. Rate us. We're up to 24 reviews now. Still five stars. I don't know if y'all actually think that, but <laughs> at least we're at five stars. Thank you for the support, you know. Yeah, that's, thank you, that's guys. major. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate it. And that we'll call it a day right there. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.